This is Dream Chasers with Adam Coswell. Dream Chasers, what's going on? Back in Tampa, Florida, coming to you in a rare in the car episode today. And you know, one of the one of the rules of thumb of podcasting like this, kind of just voice memo on the go style, is to do cool things and then talk about them. So first thing that came to mind for me on this one, and I don't even know, maybe some people will consider it a cool thing. Some people would probably, I assume, just consider it pretty standard. But I, I didn't know any better, and I'm happy that I experienced this. So when I was in Cancun recently, I got to the airport early so that way I could get some work done before my flight. Now, when I landed, originally I checked the Wi-Fi when I landed. It was pretty good. I was like, okay, cool. Like if I get, you know, if I get to my flight a few hours early, should be plenty of time to get done what I need to get done, yada, yada. Get to my gate, start, you know, trying to get my computer and cell phones on online. And it is from what I thought was okay to the worst Wi-Fi connection and worst cell phone connection I've had in a while just absolutely terrible. It's like 2g, you know, it wasn't it didn't actually say 2g, but it might as well have been and I had a uh, I had a Twitter space that I was supposed to run Live and I ended up I ended up doing it and by the way if you haven't listened or checked out ancapradio.com Well, yeah, check out ancapradio.com for more information there But we we ended up pulling it off. We did the space live on Friday and we did it live successfully because I found the business lounge and um, paid to get in there. Now, to be honest, I mean, I've traveled a lot. Some people may laugh at this, especially those who have been in business lounges before, but I've just never taken the time or cared to go to the business lounge while at the airport. I don't know, I just never, just never even really considered it as an option, typically because I know most lounges, you have to be like some type of member, which is kind of funny, because now I think about it, I actually am, I do have like a, an account with pretty much every every major US airline uh, when I like book flights and stuff, but I, I just, I never thought of it before. I don't know why, I just never did. And this time, like, you know what? This reception everywhere is so bad. I'm gonna try it. And I find the business lounge and I walk up there, and then I see they have a little sign, it's like 39 US to use it for like three hours. Uh, no, and it wasn't, you know, you didn't have to be united, didn't have to be, you know, whatever. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I, you know, I talked to him. I asked him, you know, is the, is, is the Wi-Fi in here? <laughs> Wi-Fi es mejor? <laughs> Which means, you know, is the Wi-Fi better here than, than out here? And they were like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then they're like, you know, that you can eat, drink, whatever you want while you're in here. And then I realized compared to, you know, compared to everything else at the Cancun airport, I mean, you're more than likely if you're going to be there for like three hours and get a meal, probably going to end up spending close to about 40 bucks anyway. So... I don't know if it's like this at every other airport. I haven't even tried it, but at least at the Cancun airport, I can tell you right now, the Wi-Fi was great. They had like 20 different little workstations. I, you know, I took one of those. All you can eat buffet. They had a little restaurant I could have ordered food from. I believe was you know probably complimentary as well. As many drinks as you want. And I know again for anyone listening that has been to a business lounge at an airport before, like yeah, what did you expect? But for me, I'm like, this is nice. I actually probably save money compared to what I would have spent just eating at the other restaurants at the airport. And the Wi-Fi connection was like probably, I mean, at least 10 times, maybe 20 times stronger than the other parts. It's almost like, it's kind of crazy how much they're ripping off the the rest of the airport compared to the business lounge. Like it's just like night and day. So I, I just found that fascinating. 
I didn't think this was going to turn into <laughs> an episode like this, but I guess my, my, my two cents are, uh, yeah, I think what uh, maybe it was a little bit of like a mental barrier. It's like, it's, it's business class. So I just assumed that it was going to be more and, and probably not, not worth it. And it totally was. So I know it like, it, it's like that for sitting first class too, but I've only sat first class, like, I don't know, less than five times. It's been pretty good. I know some people that say, you know, once you sit first class, you don't go back. For me, it's like, as long as I have leg room, then you don't go back. Every now and then I'll just take like a regular economy seat. But being 6'5", whether it's first class, exit row, or just whatever, Delta Plus or premium, <laughs> the extra leg room is definitely worth it, especially traveling with kids and a family. I will say that. Business class, if you can do it, if you can swing it, then do it. If you're flying like, you know, six plus hours might want to consider it. But anyways, uh, this is my, <laughs> my, uh, my airport ramble, I guess you could say. And you know what? There was something else. Uh, one, I finally watched the Super Mario movie. For those of you who, who know me pretty well, I am relatively infatuated with anything Nintendo. I've played the heck out of any Mario game you could think of since I was little. Huge fan, obviously, of Super Smash Brothers, Mario Kart, kind of like the, the the legacy games, and then even just other Nintendo games. I still have a Nintendo GameCube. I'd probably need to get an N64 as well. I have a Nintendo Switch. So yeah, I just, anything tied to Nintendo, Super Mario, all that is my vibe. I often identify as Super Mario. My friends know this. Oh, Super Mario Strikers, by far my favorite Mario video game, which I know is kind of, you know, for any Mario fans out there, it's kind of a rare one. Uh, I love Super Mario Strikers. It's the soccer one just because my friends and I, from childhood, we get together once per year, sometimes every other year because, you know, everyone's got spouses and kids and whatever now. But we get together like 20 of us as often as we can around the holidays and play a massive Super Mario Strikers tournament. And it's just like, it's so much fun. But I, I always pick Mario. And the reason why, and it wasn't always like this, but I'd say from like my early teens, I always started picking Mario for stuff because I'm like, look, I mean, let's just read between the lines. It's, the dude is on the front of every single game. He must be the best. So I want to be the best, right? Like, what's wrong with that? Every now and then I get some heat from my friends for always picking Mario. But I, Mario is the goat. Why not choose the one that everything is made off of? So I, I love Super Mario, in an alter ego, alternative world, that's who I am. And so to watch that movie was just dream come true. I know there was like a, there was mixed reviews on it. I think generally the reviews were that it was pretty good. There were some people making fun of like Chris Pratt being Mario. Whatever. I don't care. I really don't care about that. I just want to know, is it going to be on brand? And they, I mean, Nintendo crushed it. And they did a great job just bringing in different parts of all these different games and references. Like if you're a true Mario and Nintendo nerd, you, you, I don't know how you couldn't like that. And they did a great job setting it up for either a sequel or another movie. If you haven't seen it, I don't want to, you know, lead you too much, but make sure you watch all of the credits. You know, I'm one of those nerds, watch all the credits. I honestly, I hope that Nintendo keeps building off of this one because I used to be a major, major Star Wars nerd and I still am kind of like nerdy on Star Wars, but ever since Star Wars got bought by Disney, I just don't get down with the Disney agenda at all. So it's kind of like turned me off of Star Wars a little bit. And I, I missed like, like, a, like an older version of myself. There's no way I would have not watched The Mandalorian and all these other ones that are coming out. But to be honest, I haven't really watched anything since like, I think there was one more key like Star Wars movie like episode 
Uh, I guess it would have been episode nine, maybe. I, I haven't even seen that one yet. So, retired Star Wars nerd. Hopefully, Nintendo starts building off of these. They have so many options with with storylines when you look at it and the different characters. There's some characters, like key characters, they didn't even have in like <laughs> in this main movie. I'm, obviously, I'm passionate about it. If you can't tell, so Mario movie was great, hands down. I could watch that like once a week for the rest of my life and love it. And I hope Nintendo keeps building on it. The last thing I will say that I wanted to talk about is we are getting closer to the release of my first ever single track, whatever you want to call it. My, my first piece of music that you can listen to on Spotify is coming out soon through Tool Room Records. It's called More Dollars. It is a banger. Going to get the people going. Releases all around the world. I think pre-sale is like August 18th. So by the time you hear this, pre-sale might already be available. And then it hits you know, stores and eardrums around the world officially uh, on September 1st. I think I said September 2nd. So Friday, September 1st is when you can get it. It's on the leaders of the new school compilation by Tool Room Records. So super honored to be a part of the label listed as a leader of the new school. You know, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. It's going to be good. So stay tuned. I'm sure once the song is out, we're going to drop a link in the show notes. Follow me on Instagram, though, if you want to get updates for the release of that track in you can follow my Adam Carswell Instagram, but just so you know, my music one is General Moses 9. It's General Moses 9. Cool? Awesome. You guys rock. Remember, and all you think, say, and do take it to the next level. Dream Chasers, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for investing your most valuable resource with us here today, your time. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to share this bad boy on social media drop a five-star review, hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts. And hey, we really appreciate it. It brings better visibility, better SEO to the show. So just can't thank you enough for that. And also, as you notice, we don't have any ads here on Dream Chasers. So I just want to remind you to head over to carswell.io to get all updates, especially because I am currently writing a book. The book is on the topic of, insert suspenseful topic here, multiplication. Yes, I'm writing a book on multiplication. I know that may sound silly, but that's what it is. So I'm really excited about this. I have also learned it takes a lot more time to write a book than I originally expected. So it's coming soon. And just want to remind you, if you want to get updates on my first ever book, you can go to carswell.io, drop your email address there, and you'll get all the updates you could possibly need or imagine on the release. So thank you again for your listenership. And remember, in all you think, say, and do, take it to the next level.